I don't have friends. I got family. Family, family. Family. You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. Family, family. Family. This just went from Mission Impossible to Mission and Freaking Sanity. The movies. Vroom, vroom! It's week three of Fast Friday, and you're joining me, Andrew Jones, and with me is my family. Oh, sorry, I just pulled up. I did What's that? <laughs> oh, there's smoke everywhere. <laughs> You're going to need to change those tyres. <laughs> Do you know how much those tyres cost? Oh. I'm not changing tyres constantly. Jesus, Twinkie, stop that. Crazy talk. I'm, I'm glad um, you're essaying the role of Twinkie here. <laughs> it was shortened down to Twink the entire time, and uh, that's not weird at all. Twinkie, who... um Bow Wow plays Twink. Yes, and did you notice his first scene his in first the film? Scene? What well, is that? The uh, we'll, we'll get straight into it, shall we? We're talking the Fast and Furious Drift 2006, directed by Justin Lin. Welcome, Justin Lin, to the Fast and Furious franchise, written by Chris Morgan. Welcome, Chris Morgan, to the Fast and Furious franchise. Go on. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's exactly what I was thinking. So I'm excited. Um, is it, this is Big like, Bow Wow, no, no longer Lil Bow Wow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he um, he appears and he's trying to sell um, our main character, who I've got Sean, Sean some stuff. Yes. And um, one of the things he tries to sell... Cell phone, an iPod, yep. what else? Is um, this what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah. Is this what you're getting at? I like the way you think, Johnny Ellis. A pair of Jordans. Not even, um, not even LeBron can get them yet, can we just stay yeah. for the record? But why is that, why is that significant? It's not in the uh, connections on IMDb. It's not in the connections. Be, right. no, it's on the trivia. But it's not on the connection. Well, if, if you wore Air Jordans, who would you be like? Oh, you'd be like Michael. Like like or Michael? Like Mick. Lick Mick. Lick Mick. Now, was that Jonathan Lipnicki as well? Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah? Yeah, that sounds about right. Jonathan Lil, Lil Bow Wow Nicky. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you remember like Mike? God. I remember I... the uh, adverts and stuff and I'm thinking, I probably won't watch that. And I uh, didn't. Oh, I remember. I went to the cinema to see that. You went to the cinema to be like, yeah, Mike. yeah, yeah. I think I was uh, the exact right age for it. I don't know. I mean, after Space Jam, I was kind of done with any Michael Jordan-based cinema. <laughs> but not done with LeBron James-based cinema, obviously, because uh, a couple of weeks' time, we're going into the Surferverse. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, I'm not like I haven't rewatched. Space Jam in a while. But you don't I need to just watch good. the Space Jam, though, do you? You need to watch everything in the Surferverse. Oh, right. It's of algae rhythm. So I have to rewatch Kong v Godzilla v Kong. Godzilla v Kong. You're going to have to explore Clockwork Orange again. Oh, God. Yeah. The Batman. Oh, I'll do that. Now, what Batman is it in it? Is it uh, the Nicholson. animated. Is it the animated? Oh, it's. What? It's Nicholson's. Nicholson's Batman. Ow. Do you know ever when Jack Nicholson played Batman for a bit? No. <laughs> I want to see that now. It was between hope... Five Easy Pieces and uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. He went around <laughs> uh, Hollywood and he was like, right, you know what, I'm just going to put my headshot out there, I'm going to dress as Batman and see if anyone wants any autographs or you know pictures or something. I'll make their exciting trips out to Hollywood. They'll, they'll meet a celebrity. I am... Um, do... Oscar was like, you know what, now I'm famous, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I do hope... Um... Kevin Conroy voices Batman for just one little clip, Kevin and maybe uh, Entourage. Yes, yeah, and um, and hopefully, uh, uh, who's the essential? Who's the you know the main Joker? Vader? No, um, oh, I thought you were talking about the essential Batman. No, um, oh yeah, um, Mark I know Hamill. You mean Jared Leto? Mark. <laughs> Mark it's Hamill. the little things, Batman, because he's damaged. <laughs> His laugh isn't even that good. It's just like... anyway. So, uh, oh, Boston's pretty good. Mark Hamill's, yeah, but Jared Leto is. Oh, well, hold on a second. I'll do it, and I'll do the thing with the uh, hand mouth in front of me. Ha 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 Anyway, this is uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is We're talking the Boston Furious Tokyo Drift. Two thousand and six is an instalment. Yeah. Um, and I always, going into this, like when we started Fast Fridays, this was the one I was n- least looking forward to, to watching. 
but then we watched uh, Too Fast, Too Furious last week, and uh, so what? You watched Too What? Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast, Too Furious. Um, so nothing could be worse than that. This was this was fine. There's some fun we'll, moments in it. We'll see. This is like I said. This is uh, this is Chris Morgan writing. It's the introduction of Chris Morgan to the franchise. He would be the guy to lead us on for the rest of the franchise, and Justin Lin directing. He yeah. would be the one who uh, divvies up the franchise. Right. Now, last uh, at time of recording last week, uh, a Universal and Warner Brothers executive, David Ortiz, tweeted out a thread. Uh, I thought you said a threat. He tweeted out a threat of a thread, and then he continued up with the actual thread. Right. So I'm going to read some of the tweets he wrote. Okay. Universal's Fast and Furious reboot business strategy centered on saving Tokyo Drift and the Fast and Furious DVD box sets. Or <laughs> films. Right. In 2005, I returned to Universal as a creative executive, and they had just shot Tokyo Drift. It didn't test well, so Universal wanted Vin to do the 30 second cameo. Yeah. We made Vin a producer on Fast and Furious, and he got rights to pitch Black 3, aka Riddick. Yes, yeah. No, I heard about that. That was why he, he said, I'll, I'll do the cameo if you give me the rights back. The Tokyo Drift response was tremendous, and we developed Fast and Furious 4, which was called Dom. It was right. a video show a la Bonnie and Clyde. Strategically, Universal did love DVD box sets because they were almost pure profit. But when Stacey Snyder left Universal for DreamWorks in February 2006, the new regime pushed for Vin and Paul Walker together instead of Dom. Conceptually, Vin saw Dom as his Iron Man and thought Paul Walker should get his own film out of Captain America, Fast Five as our Avengers. Vin would say Fast and Furious was a billion-dollar-plus franchise in 2008. See, it's strange as well because they apparently they went this route with Tokyo Drift because um, they felt that uh, Paul Walker was too old, so they chose a forty-year-old to play a schoolboy. <laughs> like, anyway, sorry, carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop there for this particular portion. Right. Of- okay, all right. But yeah, I mean, let's let's because then it goes into you know the next one as well, which is exciting. But I just figured right. you know it's important to notice this was the being made. It wasn't doing particularly well. They knew they wanted to get four of them out so they could do like a, a box set because you know you can just release them ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about the fact that um, uh, Sean is forty or forty years old and playing a seventeen-year-old. I'm just going to look up uh, Lucas Black's age here. Okay, yeah, fine. Uh, November 29th, 1982. So you put that... Uh, sh- they shot in... He's 40 years old when he did... Um... <laughs> shot in 2005. <laughs> Playing a 17-year-old. Yeah, at three, years old. And 40 years old. Years old. He's 23 years old 40 in years age. Old. But he does... Doesn't, he does... Let me have a look. look on personal life. Yep. Benjamin Button disease. Yes. He really does, like... <laughs> And I completely forgot until the, towards the end of it that this uh, happens during Fast uh, Oh, you forgot the important part is this is a uh, future film. Yeah, I completely This is a future that. film, and uh, I did have notes here. There's a lot of stuff dealing with uh, digital uh, cell oh, phones yeah. and iPod technology during the well, time that the God's Eye is out there. We all, and they're we dealing all... with the God's Eye across <laughs> the other side of the world, which conducts all of the GPS and the cell phones and all cameras in the world to be able to find anyone at any time in high-definition visuals. Meanwhile, people have just got iPods and cell phones. Well, we all know Japan is uh, famously very... Um, behind in their tech. Very behind, yeah, very behind yeah, in their uh, But, uh, their yeah, do, you, do you want to start explaining what uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift starts off with? Um, well, it starts off with a fucking banger. I don't know what that song is, but I, there's so many good songs in this film. Um, and Only he's going through metal detectors in school. He's not the only one going through a metal detector. Oh, there's a mascot as well. Everyone's going through a metal detector, but he's getting pulled, and so is this guy who is a mascot. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second, why'd you let that guy? I'm the white guy. Why am I getting scanned through? <laughs> that's the clear. That's clearly the. I'm sorry, he's Alabama. That's clearly the look he's going for. Is uh, yeah. Why? Why did all the other people just get free? Why am I the white man being suffered in this society? Yeah. I demand my voice. Don't cancel me. How dare you? <laughs> I don't need a COVID passport, he's saying. Sean <laughs> um, yeah, Boswell. It's... By the way, his name is Boswell. Boswell, yeah. That ends well. Um, <laughs> is he a good guy, Sean Boswell? 
Is he a nice, normal adult kid playing 21 Jump Street? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so, wouldn't you? Uh, I mean, early on in the film, he sees a fat kid getting uh, painted on. Oh, and he yeah, grabs a spanner and he's like, do I, do I hit the brains out of these people? Yeah, he doesn't, he's, but he's, 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 he's immediately grabbing weapons. Yeah. But he's a good guy in that he, he wants to help, but then he kind of, he, he doesn't he also have the courage doesn't to give a, give a shit. About he doesn't fat. have, he doesn't Sean have Boswell doesn't care about fat people. And I'm yeah. sorry, Kanye West, but it's true. <laughs> I'm the Mike Myers in this situation. <laughs> Cares about fat people. That's why he made a, a, a serious drama looking at uh, overweight epidemic in uh, both Scotland and uh, England and America with uh, Austin Powers, the Spider Shackley. Yeah, he was dead sexy. He was. He was dead sexy. His titties were bigger than her titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get our first mention of uh, pink slips. Four minutes forty-five seconds in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We've we've got to get into the fact that. Uh, who is he discussing this thing with? Um, who who is the uh, angry uh, blonde edge lord here? Is that no? It's not. Um, I I can't remember somebody guy that Zachary Ty Bryan. Should I know him from Home Improvement? All oh, right, Tim 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 the Tomer Taylor's eldest. Bloody hell! <laughs> I just find it weird. It's been a while the since I watched two things. Uh, hey, home improvement, and uh, then straight into, hey, I'm an angry, you know, wanky jock twat for five minutes in the past few <laughs> years. Well, that'll be my career. Yep, sounds about right. But yeah, what does what does sorry, what does Sean say when uh, daring um, to race muscle car versus red sports car? He doesn't race for pink slips. Uh, sorry, he doesn't race for pink slips. No, I believe that- he goes. Uh, our only race. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the the other guy doesn't. Um, but then uh, the Racing other guys. The, the our only girl. race. <laughs> Mama always told me our <laughs> only race for pink slips. It is a hard accent. This Bama yeah. boy has. I was because I like remember. I remembered the accent going into this. You film, remember the like, accent, and I was like, "Oh, are we going to get some country music in a fast and furious?" But alas. Um, but yeah, the other guy doesn't. I don't think Fast and Furious is a country-based franchise. <laughs> I know, but you know, with him being a Bama boy. Sorry, what? A Bama boy. Bama underscore boy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the other guy doesn't uh, race for pink slips. But then um, the girl that's kind of his girlfriend, but not clearly because she's offering herself up. So he doesn't. I, I believe it's Cindy, slips. and then in brackets, Zachary uh, Ty Bryan's. Boy, girlfriend in the credits. It's literally, oh, really? just, it's literally that, that girlfriend. Like, um, oh, that that's good crediting work. That is, uh, that's where we're at. <laughs> um, well, speaking of credits, there is someone in the credits called uh, who plays exceedingly handsome guy. Oh, Johnny, Santoshi, you're here. <laughs> Santoshi Sumbaki, Sumabuki. Um, oh, I wonder if he, anyway, he's the one who goes, uh, you know, ready, set, go. Maybe. Because he was very really handsome. And he had that cool, chill vibe. Yeah. So, let's get to Jap- Tokyo when we get to Tokyo. Yeah. Why um, are they race? Why, why, is, uh, well, why yeah. is this, let me see, beige so, muscle car and red sports car going to race? So he doesn't He doesn't race for pink slips, but he will race for a fucking human being. Whoever wins this... gets me, she says. Yeah. Like, he has got no issues, no qualms with that. High school. Like. This is just like Greece. Uh, yeah. Bloody hell. The chicks will cream. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they have a little race. and uh, A then... little race? Yeah, a little race. Um, they go right through a, uh, a building estate. They are going through the Blue Model Home Encampment. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, Zachary Ty Bryan, of course, he's famous for being in Home Improvement. But uh, this race ends up with uh, Sean smashing through a home, making yeah. a home disprovement. And it ends with um, the other guy like driving into a big concrete tube thing. thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, Airbags go up for her, but we assume that he just flies through the windscreen. Really. I honestly thought that he died. I would. I would, I assume that's how this happened. Was just like a straight up death. Yeah, and he's just hanging out in the hospital later because he haunts her now. 
that would be interesting. <laughs> now, what happens to the car crash for Sean, though? Because Sean also has a car crash with his beige car. He does. He does indeed. He goes to slow over. motion. It flips over. What's in the car with him? Oh, a uh, drink or something, wasn't it? Not, ju- not a drink. What was it? A bottle of Tabasco just flying around. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> fucking bottle of Tabasco. That's a drink, if you look at it the right way. If you're that kind of guy, I guess it's If a you're drink. really thirsty. I'm really thirsty. Any, I'm anything's a drink if you, if you look hard enough. Anyway, it's not good for Sean. It's not good for Sean, a D40 old playing a 17 year old. You're playing a 70 year old. 17 year old. He's just there, he's smiling with all his teeth busted, blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um. Um, apparently, uh, well, his mum turns up and she's oh, yeah, there. She does. Uh, this is his. This is their third town in two years. So, I I imagine he's done the exact same thing. Um, exactly like, the same thing. Beat, yeah, beat for beat. I in, you know, in the um, other two towns. I hope at one point he did use the spanner though. Ah, uh, yeah. I hope he's. I hope there is a very, very shallow grave somewhere, <laughs> dug. Real quick in the middle of the night. But it turns out it's Pet Cemetery. What? The Fast and Furious Pet Cemetery crossover we all wanted. Look, I'm, I was going to save it for later, but sometimes dead is better, Justice for Han. <laughs> yeah. That's that's I, what F9 the Fast Dog is about. You're going to drive to a Pet Cemetery, put Han's body there, and then that's why he comes back. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm very confused as to how Han comes back. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll explain later. Okay, alright, interesting. Oh, do you to explain now? You can do, if you want. Oh, okay, uh, the franchise doesn't care. It's not about caring. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Shit happens. Also, do we see his body? We see the explosion and stuff, but he could have got out. He could have faked his death. Yeah, but we see Even him with Jason in Statham the car. Later on, like... Yeah, we see him in the car, but that doesn't mean that he's dead because the car explodes. They could have left his fragments there and found, like, a, you know, a, a hidden sewer system. Right, okay. Or maybe it's, you know, technology he has. He has special technology where he transported out. He's got transporter technology. He's part of Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh. Maybe he's in Beyond, directed by? Um, Justin Lin? Justin Lin, baby! <laughs> the greatest Star Trek movie of all time. <laughs> and that's so how they get into it space. Is. It is. That's why they get into space. Yeah. Could you imagine? You go on the bridge of Star Trek, and what's that? It's Finn, his captain. <laughs> Um, by the way, Tez is uh, there during the uh, water caning thing. <laughs> during the um, opening credits, oh, which uh, we don't, this is the only film to have opening credits in the Fast Saga, I believe. Yep, yeah, I mean we had an opening title. Yeah, we never had actual opening credits. Um, but Sonny so, Chiba pops up in the opening credits. Yes, yes, it does. And get you excited for an hour yeah. and a half time when he finally appears. And we get um, uh, the five, six, seven, eight have a song. In the film. So it's all Kill Bill alumni. Alumnus. I like the opening titles, the way they go from... They do the rotation thing. Yeah. Uh, I like it. It's a simple style. I like style. Um, so now, Anyway, um, so she's trying to... She flirts with them a little bit, the police. Yeah. Then suddenly it's like, uh, oh, we're not moving again. You are. Yeah. And, so uh, and, can... and what is that? What is that? We're on an airplane. Yep. Or an airplane with a screaming baby. Yeah. So we've gone from cars to planes. And trains next, isn't it? It's just deep. guess what? Guess what's in this film? What? There's also trains in this film. Yeah. There's yeah. also trains. We get tra- planes, trains, and automobiles. This film completes the set finally. <laughs> the Fast and Furious Take a Drift is the f- one that finally does it all. <laughs> this is the dream. But yeah, he's off to Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. It's Tokyo, Japan. And he doesn't speak a lick of Japanese, it seems. Like, have you... I'm sure he, he knows what arigato means. Did you ever have a student in your class in school who didn't speak a word of English? Sat in your class trying to learn? Like, how does I that work? Say, did you have any Japanese lessons? Like, yeah, I did. I had a couple of those for did a couple you? of lunch breaks. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't last long. There weren't many people interested in doing it, so they just gave up on doing it. Um, Very hard. Very hard. But yeah, like, it makes no sense. Like, why would they stick this guy in the classroom? One, he's 40 years old. And two, he he doesn't speak the language. And she just carries on speaking the language. 
Well, because there's an Australian and there's, you know, there's a, a Bow Wow there. That's all you need. Well, it's only a little Bow Wow. No, no. Oh, it's no? A, it's a regular Bow Wow. Right. Don't worry. You can't get little Bow Wows anymore. It's just a regular Bow Wow. So there's enough people in that class to say, like, this is what she means, you stupid, stupid idiot, when she's looking at your feet and saying random words at you. Yeah. It's... Maybe look around and realise, hey, this is the culture. Yeah, no, I understand that. But, like, he's totally going to fail his classes. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, wasn't he not? Yeah, He's a bad boy. True, yeah. true. Anyway, we see, his, we see his father. Yeah. He's going to hang out with his father for a bit as well. Yeah. In a small little place, fit enough for his father to bang a girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what an entrance to the character that we never see again, and thus means nothing. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about uh, Lil Bow Wow's car? Should we talk about, one, Bow Wow, two, Dad's a Navy guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever they call him an army brat, he's aggressive because, you know, he's a Navy boy. Yep. He's a Navy twat. And um, his mum was a military wife. So she's busy doing uh, the choir. Because remember that film? Johnny, nobody remembers that. (laughs) I guarantee you go up to Sharon Horgan and you say that. She'll be like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Do it in the accent. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm cancelled. I'm cancelled now. And she's apparently Canadian. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just went over there. <laughs> Have me some maple syrup. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about um, Bow Wow's car. Bow Wow Wow. Yippee yo, yippee yay. Um, the first MCU car in the franchise. <laughs> Universal have the rights to one Marvel character, and they used it here. Yep. And so uh, he has a Green Hawk car. A van, in fact. Yep. Uh, which we never see in action, really. Um, we, we see it sitting there. Is yeah. that not what... No, I wanted to see it in a race. I wanted it to, like, pound Hulk, the other Hulk car. doesn't race. Hulk smash. Yeah, I want Hulk to smash. Oh, if you want someone to race, you need a quick derby. car. <laughs> You want Tyrese to race to smash that one around? Yeah, yeah. Oh, where is Roman Pierce in this film? Exactly. Um, I know where he is. He's hanging out with his friends in Los Angeles playing Furious 7. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he is at this exact point in time. We can pinpoint all of our favourite characters. And we know Tej's hair is doing what Tej's hair does in Furious 7, which we'll get to then because I haven't got that noted down. (laughs) Um, we know Giselle doesn't exist anymore. Well, and uh, we know, know that's uh, hard, so sad. in Japan they've got uh, computer-controlled cars again, but no EMP bullets. I mean, the franchise is fast and loose with uh, high-tech weapons. Yeah, it's a shame. Anyway, is there a plot to this film? Um, oh, the Yakuza involved. Because uh, there's Han. I, I think you're missing the point. It's called Tokyo Drift. Oh, right. Yeah, there's drifting. He likes to race. Yeah. But he, he likes to race muscle cars fast. He does fast. And yeah. What he's got to learn, of course, is Tokyo isn't Los Angeles or any of those American cities where they're big and open. Tokyo is compact. It's a compact city. You've got to learn yeah. to drift. You've got to speed around corners. You're always going around corners. And so they open up a lift. And what do we see? Do... Two cars drifting around, ah, right, yep. drifting right past them. And this is great because this is a bit of an uh, idea that utilises the full widescreen capability of cinema. Right. Because you're watching these films and, yeah, I mean, you've got car chases. That's cool. But what Justin Lin knows is that drifting one car from one side of the frame to the other side of the frame, boom, that's cinematic. And it's a yep. dance and it's beautiful. And Tokyo drifting is fucking cool. It is indeed. It is pretty damn cool. It made me want to go on... Um, I don't know if you can do it on um, GTA much. I mean, you could do it on Mario Kart. Mario Kart is mostly drifting. That's true, yeah. So that's I want to get Mario Kart instead. Mario Kart is more close to the Fast and Furious experience than the GTA <laughs> would Wow. Didn't even think about that. But Vin Diesel's Wheelman. Now, that's the Fast and Furious experience we need, right? Oh, Vin yeah. <laughs> we made video games. Um, 
So um, we get uh, we get Ham twenty five um, minutes in. Um, what what happens? What's what's the first thing we see with uh, Han appearing? Um, I can't remember. He's in the background of a shot with his arms around two women. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. chilling there. Yeah. He's just chilling there, hanging out whilst uh, this yakuza guy is all aggro about the idea of uh, his uh, girlfriend having school friends. Thinking about his uh, past. Um, Past experiences with the uh, the family over in America. You think about Giselle and how she blossomed into a wonderful woman and then, you know, yep. died horribly. <laughs> and thus can never come back. And so he's been spending, what, I think, like 80 years reminiscing about this one love he had. Yep. And then he uh, touched a stone and then she came back. <laughs> became a person and uh, he and his family had to kill the person. God. <laughs> <laughs> Basically raped another woman, is what I was saying. Excuse me? Oh, hey, hey, I don't want your WW84 hot takes here. <laughs> okay, it was consensual. It was consensual, the guy didn't even know what he was doing. He was <laughs> I mean, taken that, over. his body was taken of us? <laughs> Fine. Um, and we meet the I, Drift I, King. I love, of course, best oh, was uh, the sequence. In, sorry? Sorry, you go on. Was this the scene in which uh, Han gets uh, all of his family to sing Imagine? I think that was a beautiful moment. <laughs> oh my god, I've just remembered Gal Gadot was in this franchise. Uh, what the fuck do you think I was joking about? I just thought you were bringing up Wonder Woman. I no was. Um, Two Gal Gadot classic. Yeah, I didn't. Franchises. I didn't, yeah, I forgot that she was in. <laughs> you forgot she was Giselle. Yeah, I forgot she played. She tries Giselle. everything. Yep. <laughs> My God. Um, so uh, yeah, we we meet the uh, the Drift King, the Justin Timberlake of uh, Japan. Sorry, his name is DK. DK. Donkey Kong. <laughs> He's the leader of the pack. You know him well. He's finally here. The record um, tell. Um, yeah, he's DK. Yeah. He's King. Justice, uh, Justin Timberlake of Japan. Um, oh, which, which begs the question of where are the other members of NSYNC of Japan? Who's the Joey Fatone of Japan? <laughs> well, I think we see the Joey. Does that mean that because uh, he's the one that uh, Han makes uh, Sean go and get some money off of at the spa? Because <laughs> when... there's a fat guy. There's a fat guy. The joke is the fat one. If there's a Joey Fatone of Japan, does that mean that he is hosting a? <laughs> <laughs> he is hanging out. <laughs> with some real impractical jokes. I've got to tell you, there's some funny guys out there in Japan. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're not easy to deal with. They're kind of impractical. <laughs> Where's the Lance Bass of the Japan? <laughs> this is, we've blown this thing up. I mean, look, if there was a Lance Bass in Japan who is in the Fast and the Furious franchise, it makes sense that Fast 9, F9, the Fast 9 goes into space to rescue Han because Han would know Lance Bass of Japan. <laughs> so that's why they go to space. Lance Bass of Japan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, they they have a little drifting race and um, oh and... oh hold up a second, Sean doesn't have a car. How are they going to? They're not going to race. You well, said they don't race in the green Hulk van. Yeah. So uh, uh, how's Han... how's uh, Drift King going to deal with uh, Sean? Han gives him his car because he's what like he says he, he throws his keys at um at Sean. Yep. And Sean catches them. He does catch him. It's not like a throw him at his feet and go pick him up, bitch. <laughs> I, I kind of I, as I was watching that I did think to myself I would like to see the bloopers where it's like oh shit sorry <laughs> just like after hundred takes of failure <laughs> before the one take that worked and then what does Han do whilst everyone goes off to watch the race he's eating isn't he he's got he's like a eating. he's got some crisps or some you know yeah. something it's just like I'm gonna eat now yep I'm gonna eat now and everyone goes up to the next couple of floors in pack lifts to go and watch this thing and then he just walks in his own lift he doesn't care yep by the way Sun Kang is a goddamn movie star he just walks <laughs> into this film and I know he and Justin Lin worked together before so there's like this already this connection like he wants to make him cinematic but oh my gosh Sun Kang just rules the screen every shot of this film whose decision was it for him to be in the rest of the the other films I wonder was that Vin Diesel like saw him as like kind of want him and they're like yeah but we killed him it's like yeah we'll work it out <laughs> give us 10 years like, 
The key to F to Fast and Furious was Vin Diesel directing Los Bandoleros, which was the prequel between Fast and, the Fast and Furious and FF4. Right. It explained where Dom had been pre-gas heist. Vin, Michelle, Don Omar, Negro Colde, Sun Kang all shot it for free. Oh, wow. Boom. And that's, that's what we're watching. That's part of the David Ortiz. That's part of what we're going to watch next yeah. week, is we are going to watch the Vin Diesel-directed short film that was made before Fast and Furious to show that what the Fast and Furious franchise could be. How short is the short film? It is 20 minutes. All right. It is a real film. It's a sitcom and episode. It's a episode of a sitcom <laughs> starring Song Kang, Michelle Rodriguez, and Vin Diesel, which, you know, I would watch that family sitcom. Filmed in front of a live audience, which they drift past. Oh, boy, it is. If you want to hear the laughs, it's... Ha! 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 Yeah, so Sean, Sean uh, completely wrecks uh, Hans' car. Oh, my gosh. This, this is the Mona Lisa car, right? Oh, yeah. This is the orange-blue Mona Lisa car. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, keeps smashing against the walls, and there's a great shot in which uh, the Drift King drifts by a wall, and we go straight into a CGI uh, close-up of it, just avoiding the wall. And I love the way it integrates the live-action and the CG in this film. Yeah. It's really clever. It's really nice. It's got a great visual element. And he just keeps going through the parking lot, going up the structures and drifting. And boom, Sean, reckless American, smashes into everything all the time. It is. It's quite funny. Yeah. He's, just, he's just awful at this. Meanwhile, yeah. the DK is just drifting one up one of those ramps, those perfectly circular ramps, perfect. Just drifts up, and boom, HMV neon sign. In the yeah. <laughs> oh, HMV. Yeah. Um, His master's voice. Yeah. Uh, this is the part where I kind of clocked out with my Drift out. <laughs> well, this is the part in which Han is, uh, you know... Like, hey, do you owe me for this? Yeah, I think that was Han's plan all along. It was like, I need someone to to owe me money and owe me things. You you think he wanted to start his own family? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Johnny, there is a sequence in this in which Han walks from one dance club through a corridor to another dance club just to get to his garage full of cars and a motorbike with Nos. Yeah, he's recruiting. That's (laughs) what he does. He's hanging out here making his money. He yeah. doesn't need money. He just wants to make sure that he knows people. Yeah. And now he's not, he knows a Bama person. He knows Bam, a Bama, Bama person. Bama people. Um, Let me I get my notes real quick. Okay. See, I've uh, got... Um, <clears throat> um, so after that, my next note is um, an hour in and I've just realised she's Australian. Wow. Um, This is a quote from Han when discussing with Sean. It's not about money, even though he is picking up Sean to go and do some uh, dirty work for him. Just picking up some debts. It's uh, who you choose to let around you lets you know who you are. Okay. Because he's not picking him up just because he smashed the race. He wanted to see how what he had, and he wants him around him. Because he knows this is the kind of guy that's got some sort of moxie to him, sure. Right. He's got. He's he's literally got drive. Yeah. But he's not there, just looking for the quick burst of energy. Right. Yeah. This is a kid who desires a kid. <laughs> Sorry. More. Kid. Forty-year-old kid. Hey, do you want to do a Corona check real quick on this episode? No Corona, is there? Uh, there's brown bottled beers. Okay. There's no Corona. One of the cars mentioned, however, is an 86 Corolla. Ah. So it's close. Close enough. Do you want a baldness check? A what check? Baldness. All right. Um, There's 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 one bald guy at the end. There's one bald guy at the end, and there's a lot of short hair. You've got that. I've got that down. Yeah. And I've got a a list of uh, the dealing with brotherhood. Okay. Harlan and Sean become brothers? Sean yeah. and Twinkie, I guess, are brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Quick, quick, quick note on family. I've got the family tally. Uh, one use of the word family. Oh. At the end. That's a shame. Someone just, do you know what they say? Family. Hard was family. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Anyway, so uh, Sean's there becoming uh, part of Han's troop as he's working side by side with DK, who is the, uh, the nephew of uh, the head of the local Yakuza. Yep. Yakuza. Yakuza. And uh, they're shifting money around, but uh, hey, maybe someone's shifting more money than others, right? What the heck are you saying? I don't know. Look, there's a fight sequence breaking out on the rooftops and uh, it's dealing with a broken iPod. Middle of school, there's a broken iPod. <laughs> Neil Bauer's um, getting broken down for a broken iPod. Yeah. So Sean steps in and he's like, hey, you can take, you can take mine. <laughs> yeah. Why does it sound like hair? Oh, that's the best kind of iPod, little girl. <laughs> and then, you know, he shows how he can drift now. Yeah. He drifts now. He does. He does he now and they, and they say, you know, hey, it's not karate kids, you're not gonna just do wax or wax off. You're gonna have to learn to drift. So uh up the mountains you go. Yep. It's the uh is it the Conte Crista racetrack in Speed Racer? Oh right. The movie? Yeah. Where um, they have that longer uh, winding spiral down and up again of the mountains on the edges and they're doing exactly this sequence like You mean as the Beatles called it? The long and winding road. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. The Beatles? Wasn't it the Beatles? Or was it just one of them? Who? Who, who are the Beatles? Uh, John, Paul, Ringo, and the other one. <laughs> Pope John Paul II? Is that yeah, one? yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Pope, you know, my uh, delicious... Uh, Pepsi. I'm going to read my favourite book, Artemis Fowl. It really, it really helped kids. The the uh, the seven books of Artemis Fowl, and then the eight films they made out of Artemis Fowl was uh, was a big help in literary things. It's a shame that Owen Colfer decided to start being very you know, transphobic after a while. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Johnny, how do you feel by the way? Because I do want to note that a couple of weeks ago you did get hit by a bus. <laughs> I, I feel fine. I mean, but everyone else seems different. Like <laughs> we're two years later, we're still doing yesterday jokes. I didn't realise what you were doing until you mentioned the bus. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> what a bit. Oh god. Um. Anyway. Anyway. So he's hanging out with the Australian girl as well, sure. Yep. Uh, can we talk about vending machine dates? They look fun. Yeah, this uh, is... I was watching this thinking, how is this happening? Yeah. They go to vending machines and they get you know, straight up warm food. And I'm thinking, is it just microwaved in there? Is it just ready meals? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I've seen a, a vending machine that makes uh, pizzas. Yeah. Oh. It cares carefully. It rolls the dough itself. It's got. It's a sentient vending yeah. machine thing with yeah. arms. I'd, it's a Domia puppet as well. We should mention that one. That's what I'd like to go to um, Japan for, the uh, the vending machines. Why don't you have a vending machine shipped over to you? You can just press buttons all the time. No, but I want to see the uh, the many vending machines they have. What would you like out of a vending machine? Let's list five items you want to come out of a vending machine. <sighs> I want an energy drink. Okay. Would you like a Rockstar one? Because that was painted on the side of one of the cars. No, no. Rockstar, I don't... No. Um, it would have to be a monster. I'd want a, I'd want like a, um, uh, one of those Coke freestyles, but for energy drinks, you can have any flavor and mix them all together and stuff. Are they all the same flavor? No. Oh, okay. I thought they were just tasted of loud, angry, Zachary Ty Bryan driving fast. <laughs> I just thought they got the sweat of his character from the opening 10 minutes of this film and just turned that into an energy drink. That sounds about right, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, what other uh, vendor machines I'd like. So you want remember... to go to Japan, check out the vending machine so you can have one energy drink that you can get in. No, I just, just to explore the vending machines, to see, you know, I, I think they'd have ones that I'd never even dream of. And I'd be like, oh my God, why did I never think about this? This is all I've ever wanted in my life. Like, you know... I'm trying to think, like a vending machine that gives out DVDs um, to rent, you know, like this red box with 
With box made of red. Yeah. Stuff like that. I don't know. I think I think uh, Japan is at the forefront of vending machines, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's stop the vending machine talk, because uh, we get Hattori Hanzo. Get good, you know, spaghetti out of that. I know they yes. can do the needles there, but do you reckon that's going to come out not just See, wet or not just dry and miserable? A spaghetti vending machine. I mean, perfect. Um, is it perfect? Yeah. What kind yeah. of soups would you have? All the soups and all, all the, the croutons. The cr- oh, well, I don't like croutons. Oh. I'm a crouton cretin. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about uh, Hattori Hanzo now. Because he I has- don't want to talk about Hattori Hanzo. I still want to think about vending machines because I was sitting there watching them and thinking, you know, when you think of Star Trek, they have that um, food replicator. Right. Yeah. And so... When are we going to get from right? Press a button and it's already stored in, and just warm it up to kind of the chance of meatball style. We've got the DNA somewhere in there. We can just clone the molecules and microwave it into food that exists. Well, I want the um the thing they had in Back to the Future. Mister Fusion. Yeah. Do you want uh, you want a car that can run? No, 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 not that. The the thing that you put the tiny little pizza in. And then it comes out two seconds later and it's huge. Oh, a microwave. Yeah, but it's a better, better than just, it's not just a microwave. Science oven. It's an M&S microwave. I'm really, you know, I should say I'm quite hungry. So uh, talking about food <laughs> is making me think like, what yeah. do I want to eat? And uh, the answer is nothing. Well, I am fun. quite thirsty and I didn't uh, get a glass of water. So I'm going to let you talk for a couple of seconds and I'm going to go get a glass of water. The thing with Japan is that when it comes down to the vending machines, I'm just they, they have a you know, they have noodle based meals here and I'm just looking at thinking that must be, you know, nice for them, I'm sure. But I, I don't know, what, what what could you have over here? Shepherd's pie? Eels? Ah. Oh, fish and chips? That doesn't really come out like that though. It's just not very interesting when it comes to vending machines. Maybe if you get, I don't know, some sort of tuna sandwich with the crusts off. But who would cut the crusts off? I'm sure Johnny would know. Did I hear you say fish and chip vending machine? I said fish and chip vending machine. Then I came down to what about a tuna sandwich with the crust cutoffs? Yeah, but, but fish and chip vending machine, I would hell yes to that. I was making reference to the first Fast and Furious. Oh, God. Sorry. I was, I was going down to Toretto. It's been Cafe. two whole weeks. I want. I really do want to go to Toretto's Cafe. Do you think they do um, a, a vending uh... machine? Though? <laughs> yes, I do. Do you think that's a tourist spot? <laughs> I think they tore it down immediately, knowing it'd be too much of a tourist spot, like Hitler's bunker. <laughs> they were the same people went to Los Angeles and tore it down, fearing an uprising later on. <laughs> Of Vince heads, they're like, oh no, the people who follow Vince. I never you know, even thought about danger. Hitler's bunker as being a tourist spot. I did because I went to Berlin when I was what thirteen. <laughs> we went there as a school trip, and, that was and the first uh, one thing of the tour guys was like, uh, "We think it was around somewhere around this parking lot, but we can't be sure." But they took it down. They made sure that no one would ever know where it is. So that's how I knew they don't know where it is was because they don't tell people where it is. And I think, oh, fair enough. I like that attitude. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. I think they tore it down and put it in all four corners of the earth. <laughs> I think they put what? So they put one with the Amazons. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. put one <laughs> Atlantis and they gave one to men. And for some reason, they just handed one to Steppenwolf and said, there you go. I mean, good luck finding the others. But here's, <laughs> oh, here's, here's a shortcut. We'll, we'll get you started off. <laughs> here's a freebie. I don't know if you could unite the seven. I think the Fast and Furious boys would take down Steppenwolf in an instant. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, TK has an uncle who is able to read DK's uh, terrible accounting work. Yes. Regarding the uh, infrastructure of the Yakuza and the fact that, uh, hey, uh, Han has been ripping you off. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as you say, who is the uncle? Hattori Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. I mean, he just walks in, the white hat, the yep. white suit. He looks 
like he has decided what he wants to do for this character and everyone's said of course of this, course you do that we'll put the camera on you you do anything you want we love it this film just makes me want to watch kill bill but i have to put no. four four hours aside very good yeah. very good because um, you want to watch both films because i want to watch kill bill yeah i don't want to watch film i don't want to watch half of kill bill i want to watch kill bill yeah kill bill is two films in one saga Fast, this the fast saga is 10 films, in... right? Um, yeah, I mean, fast saga is a franchise that's understandable. No, it's the fast saga, it's separate, it's separate films, separate um, installments go leading telling one big story, like Kill Bill is separate installments telling one big story. No, Kill Bill's one big film, it's the no, whole uh, do you think about Kill Bill, of course. Uh, would you say that it narratively follows one timeline? <laughs> Or would you say it starts and then goes back and starts and goes back again? I mean, you know, that's what you can do. Because we started, now we're going forward and we're going to go back. So, you know, the Fast Saga is basically the Kill Bill Saga. All right, I'll I'll accept. Um, Fuck it, I'll accept. Thank you. Um, So uh, they have like a big old race, uh, not even race, he he was chasing uh, chasing Ham. Hold on, before we get to the chase, can I just talk about the late night drifts? with the uh-huh. Australian girl. She's driving uh-huh. this time. And there's like five drifters just yeah. drifting on the mountains at night. And it's this beautiful dance. It is just gorgeous to look at. It is. It is. This film really knows how to make drifting seem wonderful. Yep. It knows its premise is, okay, we've seen fast, now we're going to go around corners. Now we're going to explore this as that's the entire premise of this. And they... Justin then nails it. He just brings visual elements to this and makes things great to look at and intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it is a lovely film. It's not it's still not the best uh Fast and Furious film. Oh, we're nowhere near the best of we're nowhere near the best, but like yeah, it's, it's... But, as, but this is back when the idea was right, what if cargo fast? That was the entire thing, and it's mm-hmm. car centric. And they found a way to make a film that was car centric that you were so invested in. Yeah. As opposed to, we've got this uh, thing where we've got characters and we've got cars, but we can't find a way to integrate the two things together. This is like, well, well, why don't we? Why don't we make it that uh, the cars are just an extrapolation of the characters? Yeah. It's gorgeous. And then, of course, the franchise starts going, actually, the cars are just a method of uh, violence and (laughs) wearing, wearing the cars as suits of armor. Yep. Which is great, but uh, it has to learn that it's not just for street racing films. Yeah. And this is the first that really explores that. Because the last one, I mean, it had the cars go fast, but it didn't really care about the cars, but it didn't know what it cared about the characters either. Yeah. Then Car yeah. Goes Hit Boat. And that was good. Car Hit Boat was good. Car Hit Boat, yep. But nowhere near as good as just, just drifting, and this is just much more elegant and beautiful than that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, DK confronts Han. Yeah. Um, and of course, he's kind of angry about uh, the whole going on a date with uh, the girl situation. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's angry. He's just an aggro boy. Yeah. DK is um, an aggro boy. And they chase, he chases Han through the streets of. Uh, he chases Han and Sean. Yeah. And Sean well, and the girl. The, no, no, because Sean and the girl are in front and they uh, come up to a corner full of people and they start drifting and the people just part like the Red Sea in a yep. perfect corner for them to drift through. It oh, is pretty gorgeous. Oh, this film is like, right, we've seen Lost in Translation. We know what you've seen from Tokyo. Let's just do that again, but with high-octane material. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's great. And they bring it back for Fast and Furious 7. What? They bring it back for the, uh, the seventh instalment. They bring that, that scene, uh, the, the parting of the Red Sea. Oh, I thought they meant they bring that element back. And it's like, yeah, well, they bring it back all the time because the rest of the film's also great. <laughs> oh no no! When yes. they bring when they go back over this part in number seven, they they yes. bring back that shot. Start this off. Don't they also do that in the the end of six? Post credits of six. Um, post credits of six, where this where they revealed. Oh, is it? I thought it was. Um, they also show it in seven. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know then. I, in, I, in seven, they have the conversation. In six, it's just the one side. Right. Where you have you know how it's revealed to be. Jason Statham. But yeah, so Han is uh, playing cat and mouse with uh, DK. He turns his car around, 
and goes yeah. backwards and faces him, and then he gets out of the way. DK kind of stops. He's out of the race a little bit. Sean's yeah. crashed somewhere else. And Harley's doing well. He's just going through a regular old intersection, right? Until... What? Smash! Oh! A silver car comes crashing through a him. boxy silver car. Boxy silver car. Not even car. a cool-looking one. Yeah. Just a regular... Probably just some sort of regular guy on a trip. Just driving around town, right? Yeah. Oh, it's our second... Uh, well, he's not technically in the film, but our second bald guy. <laughs> In Fast in, in Tokyo Drift, we don't really see him, but he is there. He's in the car. You say that. Look, uh, at the time of shooting, they had the scene in which uh, Han talks to Sean. Says, you know, he's done stuff. He's done stuff before. Right. This is, like, you know, he's not here for money. He's got money. He's done his thing. He's just hanging out here. Mm. So there is a sense of right. Well, we'll eventually maybe we'll have Han get built up his story, but we'll kill him off here. But they they couldn't know that was a bald guy driving. They couldn't just assume. We can't assume that they assumed it was going to be a bald guy driving. Fair enough. Can we not just add a bald guy here just for purpose? <laughs> it could have been anybody. It could have been a guy with whose problem was they would cut to him and we revealed why he crashed was he couldn't see because his long flowing hair was getting into his eyes. <laughs> okay. So don't make the assumption that everyone knew on set when they were shooting that stunt that Han was going to kill, be killed by a bald person just because his hair was so great. And by the way, Han's hair is so good. So good. So good. Sun Kang's hair just looks gorgeous in this film. It's, oh, yeah, nice. Um, now I had to pause after this to go on right. YouTube and, and watch the clip. Right, um, you just watched yeah. him. Why would you want to watch the clip again? Why did you keep want to watch him die? <laughs> he crashes. He's over the. Well, he's he's out there. He's stuck in there, and the car's aflame, and then boom. I wanted to see how they wreck on it because I I couldn't remember if he goes and talks to him or not. But he just drops um he drops a a necklace. Um, what necklace? Necklace. Uh, necklace. A, a cross, isn't it? I think you'll find it's not a necklace. It's Dominic Toretto's iconic cross. Yeah, that was it. Um, but he doesn't speak to him because I was like, "Well, why? How, how did Sean not see this guy get out of the car?" And like, and I thought it was going to like light the car on fire or something, but it it, it explodes on on its own. Yeah, it does. It does um, and he get and Han gets out of that and he dusts it off and runs away and goes, I better come back in a couple of films. <laughs> it's the camera. And they shot that back then so that justice will come this year. Yep. But yeah, Han's dead. Yeah. Han's dead. Um Han's dead and then he's there and he goes and confronts Sunny Chiba. He goes yep. through the Yakuza, Sean goes through the Yakuza thing. And they give them an offer that they can't refuse. Um, I haven't watched any cheaper in the film. I couldn't refuse that. Oh, yeah. Who could have refused that? He um, he offers to race. Well, he hands him money. Yeah, he hands this, him money. This, 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 look, I'm not paying off anything. This is just what was This is just yours. Yeah. Let let this part, let the past be the past. And then DK's like, well, I'm angry. Well, we're in the future now. Yeah, we are. Fast and Furious 7 is happening. We're currently on the other side of the world. Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> let me tell you something. Dwayne Johnson's ripping off that cast. Luke Hobbs is not going to sit there and let shit go on just because he was beaten by Jason Statham in a fight. <laughs> just because, you know, <laughs> just because Owen Shaw was in a London hospital that got blown up when he came, when Deckard Shaw came to visit <laughs> doesn't mean that we can't have a Yakuza feud right now. Yeah. So, but anyway, DK agrees to do uh, well. DK is forced to race for honor. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there aren't ca- any cars left because the police have taken all the cars from Han's garage. Yeah. They've left uh, the broken Mona Lisa car. Right. Uh, unfortunately, it's completely broken. But there's an en- there's a Nissan engine in there. Yeah. There's a Nissan engine. But we need an outer shell. Where can we find an outer shell? Ah, Daddy had a car. Daddy was building a car this whole film, kind of, in the background for one scene. (laughs) So what if, right, the film ends where the main character has an American body, but the heart of the Japanese? Oh, like a weird... Do you get it? Do you get it? Japanese Frankenstein car. No, he's Tetsuo the Iron Man. (laughs) But do you get it? Sean and the car... Are now 
out exterior America, interior Japanese. Because he can drift. Beautiful. He can drift. Yeah, full. And we're watching cell phone footage of all the areas <laughs> going on. It goes straight into like pixelated stuff, which goes straight into high definition or 4K. <laughs> and we just, you know, a night on the mountain for 10 minutes of drifting. It's great. It's a great, yep. it's a great race. Yeah. It's a great race. It's a great race, which ends in, I'm pretty sure, death. Yeah. Oh, 100%. We don't see him after this. Justice is not going to come for DK. DK crashes. Falls down, the, uh, falls down the mountain. He's gone. And, uh, if he's and... found, you know his uncle's just going to shoot him anyway because he yeah. comes in there. He lights a cigar. He's chomping away in the background. And Sean nearly crashes into him as he's falling down the mountain. Um, but, um, but yeah, we don't, we don't see any confirmation that he's still alive. And everyone's cheering as he, as he crashes. What if in the ninth one he becomes a force ghost? Oh... Because, you know, they have to deal with the fact that Paul Walker can't be in the franchise. So instead of having Paul Walker, they have DK come back to explain to Ben to throw away his <laughs> saber and become who he truly was inside anyway. Imagine. Um, so, yeah, now Sonny, Sonny Tuba... Uh, Somehow, DK has returned. <laughs> now Sonny Tuba comes to um, Sean and basically says, you're, you're my new nephew now. You're my um, nephew now. I love you. Here's all the presents I owe you. <laughs> And um, and then oh, one of my one of my final notes is that um, the the song towards the end, which we had earlier on in the film, yeah, uh, sound like a Di a Di Antwoord song. Di Antwoord song. Di Antwoord, but it's not because it's before Di Antwoord uh, became a band. I I started. Uh, Wait, what's Ninja doing? Who knows? Ooh, Probably nice. being a prick. By the way, when you said the uh, five, six, seven, eight had a song, uh -huh. was that the song that was like the ooh e? Um, wait, hold on. No, it wasn't ooh e. It was uh, hold on. I've got it in my notes here. The Barracuda. Ooh, Barracuda. E Barracuda. Because because I wrote down the ooh e song sounds exactly like the what's up with that song. It was very confusing. Oh, right. Like prepping for a race, and I was just imagining Jason Sneakers doing the Running Man in the background. <laughs> Which, uh, I think it's the only way Tokyo Drift would be better. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> would just be if they all sat down for an interview with Keenan Thompson and it never <laughs> happened. So they never do any drifting because they just got to dance. Um, so anyway, that's, so that's, that's that's that, right? That's, that's it. That. He, he settles the Yakuza deal. Everything's fine. That's the end. He's just, he's just living his life, and we get one little, more little scene, and he's Wait, living what? his life. He's he's, he's uh, at another car meet race thingy, and uh, um. Bow Wow, uh, Bow -wow. comes up, <laughs> comes up to him and says, "Oh, someone wants to race you." And he says, no, "I'm not racing tonight." And he goes, "Well, he knew how." So he said he was he said he was family. What? He said Han was family. Han was family. So he goes and uh, parks next to him and he looks over and here's our bald guy. Here's Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel sets up. He says, "Oh, I won this car from Han." <laughs> what? We need to find out about that. And so they're about to race each other. It's like, oh, oh, oh. And that's that. Can you imagine um, what the scene's going to be like when they hang out with Furious 7, where they definitely don't look older. <laughs> uh, also, uh, <clears throat> my penultimate note here is that they have a uh, do not do this at home message yep. right at the beginning of the credits. That's not a thing, is it, for all the films, is it? Yep. They have, the it some, have... they have it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I completely get that. I, I remember Death Race had, had that pretty quickly straight after the end title, over the end of the film. And there's like this big thing. It's like, oh, why are they telling us to do this? We're not that stupid. And I'm thinking, well, it's kind of a thing. They usually put it somewhere in the credits. Yeah, but they try do it. They do common. try and do it as quickly as possible. All right, just so people who walk out are learning not to do it. I it's always it. thought it would be at the end with the, um, you know, no animals were harmed. No, because this is actually, it's not like the tobacco, you know, right. thing, where it's like uh, people don't smoke, don't smoke, it's bad for you. It is more like, hey, we've got to have this message somewhere prominent so kids don't know not to do any kind of the cool racing you've seen. And mm. by the way, the drifting is so beautiful in this film, and we should definitely go out and do it. Especially if you want to be hard and drive circles around girls to get their number. <laughs> He's he doesn't care that he lost the love of his life, you know, a couple of years back, does he? Yeah. 
he just watched her fall off a plane on the longest <laughs> runway ever. And he's back to ch- chasing up chicks. Like, Jesus, you're well, a callous I, bastard. What I found really weird, and we didn't mention at the beginning, is, is that uh, Tokyo Drift starts with um, a warning that the following film contains the scenes of graphic stupidity and morning four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other. It's weird. And they went, coming up. Han gets in the car crash. Oh, who is going to be humiliated? Ah, <laughs> oh, guys. No. Um, and today's, okay. today's loser faces a fire crash. Okay, let's cut. So who would you cast as uh, in this film? Who are the... Uh... Um, Han's got to be Sal. Why? Because he's constantly losing. Wait, because Hansel yeah. is hot right now. Yeah. Hansel. Um, the fire. Sean is. Mur. I don't know why. Mur. Yeah. Absolutely mur. Um, it's Bow Wow. Uh, Bow Wow is um, Q. And um, Dom is. Um, Wait, oh, what? Did you put ZK? Say... You put Dom in there? Yeah, I was going to say 30 Dom seconds is... of Dominic Toretto and you're calling him yeah. Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah, Dom's Joe. Oh, For sure. He's the older one. He's the uh, more experienced. He's got the best body of them all? Yes, exactly. <laughs> his, his singing career is going, you know, from uh, zero to 60. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I've got one last thing to note. Sorry, I don't that's right. You know... Yeah, I, I don't know if you know about this. So... Did you happen to check uh, what awards, if any, uh, Tokyo Drift has won? Oh, I didn't check, but I'm trying to wrap my brain. Was it nominated for five BAFTAs? <laughs> Let me see. I mean, it definitely got one for Lucas Black as best performer, right? In a musical comedy. I don't, I, I can double check what ones it was nominated for, but I can tell you it won one award. Saturn Awards for Sunny Chiba. Best do you want? Performance in a movie. Do you want to guess what the one award it won? Uh, it's credited on IMDb as winning. Did it win the Marvel Awards for Best Brand Integration? <laughs> no, but you're 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 kind. No, you're not very. I'm not. Close, even, can't but... be close. No. Did, did, um, so it wasn't even close to being Bow Wow. Getting was it Zachary Ty Bryan for best appearing in a film after being in a long running sitcom? <laughs> I, I guess shrugging off the career problems that you have after that but then also your career has gone rotten anyway because you know you didn't do any films after this award um i think you'll never get it i'm just trying to look for the actual i uh, don't think uh, i'm ever going one to win and four yeah. nominations so i got nominated for teens choice awards um for sun kang as a choice breakout for sun kang lucas black what um, <laughs> have they not seen hard in this film choice summer movie drama action adventure it is um, action adventure and it got nominated for the World Stunt Awards, 2007. Best work with a vehicle. Two cars race through town, drag dogging cars, slamming into Doggy one another. Cars. Yeah. Slamming into one another, causing several pileups along the way, and nearly miss a group of several hundred people in the city. Do you mean got dodging cars or dogging cars? It says dogging cars. That's worrying. I did not see any and, dogging in this film, and I'm very disappointed. And best stunt faster that would have been furious. And best stunt coordination and or second unit direction, uh, Taurus Awards nominee for awards. awards. Uh, but the one awards that he won was an MTV awards, MTV uh, movie and TV awards, best kiss, MTV Generation Award, the Fast and Furious franchise. It won this award in 2017. Okay. It's but a it's SAG credited. Ensemble Award. It's, a, it's credited. I love it. Yeah, okay, right. The Ensemble <laughs> gets the award, so it counts. Yeah. That's fair. So that was, uh, that was Tokyo Drift. That was Tokyo Drift. That was Justin Lindsay's first run at the franchise. Yeah. And uh, he drifted it around. And, um, and next week we've got... I'm, I'm intrigued about next week, because I know Fast Five is the big one that like kicks off, really kicks off the franchise. Um, but next week we get to watch a twenty-minute Vin Diesel short film. True that, and um, which would then jumpstart the point of having the whole franchise going to look. This can be a billion-dollar-plus franchise. And uh, and I I'm looking forward to seeing what because I don't remember Fast Fast and Furious for at all. It's called um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, 
But I seem to remember this one was sort of on the precipice of like, oh, it's getting good now. And then Fast Five comes along and it's like, oh, now it's good. It's, it puts the pieces there, but it can't quite find it. Yeah. So until then... Like five, it's like, hey, what if we found it by having Dwayne Johnson come in and be insane? <laughs> we'll have more from David Ortiz's Twitter feed as well. Ooh, I've got, he, he wrote a great thread. It's worth checking out anyway. But uh, I've got it written down. I transcribed it word for word. And I'm I, will, it. I won't look into it. I'll wait for you to... to recite it all to me over this uh, series of podcasts a series of podcasts until next week that's uh, the garage shut yep on fast Fridays next week we're going fast and we're going furious but for now Johnny thank you for being family thank you for being family (laughs) 